You're listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast with Kyra Carlin. Learn to love you as you are now and quit waiting on someone else to tell you who you are. Be you unapologetically. Good morning, friends. How are you? Thank you so much for choosing to listen to another episode of Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am Kyra Carlin and I am going to talk about anxiety today. Um, For those of you who follow along with me on my journey daily on Instagram, I'm going to talk about something that happened this week that is 100% avoidable, but sometimes seems to be the only thing that you can think of and do. Um, So this past week, I always have a full week of things to do, but certain days I have times where I have errands that I can run or times for myself. And this year, I made my goal to spend more time with myself, to spend more time doing things for myself, you know, quit worrying about everybody else, better myself, be happy with myself, be proud of myself, and that includes spending time and money on myself, both of which I really struggle with. Um, I grew up basically thinking that if you were spending money on yourself, that you were being selfish, but if you wanted something, you had to buy it yourself. So a very contradicting like way to think, way to live, but that's just how I grew up and it's what I knew. I know that when you put thoughts into things, you know, that's what you manifest. So if you are constantly thinking that like you don't deserve something or you you can't spend time on yourself or this is not something that you should be doing, um, that's what you're going to repeat in your head and that's what you're going to think. So your thoughts create your actions and this goes with anything and everything, but let's talk about um, how it is when it comes to anxiety. So anxiety is super hard because it's like worrying for something twice, worrying for something before it happens and then while it's happening, having that little voice in your head be like I told you so. And that's probably the hardest part to manage um, is the little voice in your head that's going on during that time before that time and after that time because anxiety doesn't just happen once it's something that you repeat over and over even just for one instance you you think about it before it happens and then while it's happening it's you're too busy telling yourself I knew this was going to happen then afterwards you repeat over and over like replay an instance in your head so I'm going to give you an example for me was this last Friday, I had a whole day open. And by open, I mean I had it jam-packed full of a, a list of things I needed to do for everybody else, but I wanted to make sure and spend time with myself. And that meant girl time, that meant like literally walking through Walmart and not feeling guilty about it, not being on a timeline. Um, Part of anxiety is always feeling rushed and feeling like you have to get something else done or feeling like someone else is waiting on you or you should have been done by now. It's just so funny how a simple trip to Walmart can be like a trigger. Um, And I don't mean like you're debilitating and you can't walk through a store, but sometimes that's the truth. Like thinking of going to Walmart can make me more anxious than actually being there. So I knew I had a list of things I needed to do. I needed to be able to go to the grocery store. Of course, we have, I live in the Midwest and like, it seems like every time they call for snow, they call for 20 inches. It can't be, you know, a drizzle or a little bit of snow. It can't be two inches. It's an extreme. Like we've got 20 inches coming. And so everybody and their dog is like, 
freaking out, needing to go to Walmart and Aldi's and get all their groceries. So just that idea itself was overwhelming. Um, I also needed to go to the DMV. I needed to um, stop by here, stop by there, make sure to go to Walmart and to Aldi's because you can't get all your groceries in one stop, of course. So I was visiting a friend and this was my considered my me time. I had already dropped the kids off at school. I was ready for the day. What was, there was something else I needed to do. I, that's terrible. I don't remember what it is. There was something else that was like, okay, I'm already going here. I need to stop in Mattoon, which is a neighboring town. And I went to Aldi's in Mattoon after visiting with her for a couple hours. Now, granted, that was my me time, but it was so funny that once I was done, I literally felt guilty. I'm like, you should have not spent that much time. And it's because I was too busy, like worrying of all the things I could have done for everybody else. And it's such a contradicting thing to be thinking that like, I don't deserve to spend my own time on myself, enjoying myself because I didn't get other stuff done for other people. The problem was I literally manifested that anxiety. It could have been taken a totally different route as far as in I could have just like one, let it be. Of course, if you have anxiety, you know how quickly that happens. You know, it's like telling somebody to calm down in the middle of a panic attack. It's just, it's not something that's going to happen. And it really stinks because it's something that only you can have, like manifest. Only you can be the person that does it. So um, I spent time there and then I was already in that town. I'm like, I'm just going to go to this grocery store. I tell you guys this story because I know that this can be something that is brought into your own life when you think of like, you letting yourself get anxious, you letting yourself have this happen. And I used to not believe that. I used to think that like anxiety was something that you either had or you didn't have. And it was something that you either fixed or you didn't fix. And I also thought it was something that like you had to take a pill for. I also thought it was something that, um, you were born with. Like if you have anxiety, you have anxiety for the rest of your life. Not as in like, oh, you developed anxiety when you were 12 or you developed anxiety when you were, when something traumatic happened in your life. But those were all like, those are wrong. Those are all not correct statements. But in my household, that's what I grew up with. Like I was told I had anxiety. I was put on these little pink medication. I think whenever I was in fifth grade because I was just so anxious and, but it was causing me to not have an appetite which is ironic because I battle eating disorders. Looking back, I can see it's because when I had to take medicine, I didn't want to eat. And when I didn't want to eat, I lost weight. But then when I would lose weight, I thought it was okay to eat more because I had lost weight. So it was such a roller coaster of like binging and then not eating and then binging and then not eating based upon my anxiety. The anxiety that I didn't know I had, but I was told that I had it. So then I thought about it. So then you know what that was doing. I was manifesting my own anxiety. I was thinking I had a problem, so it made me have a problem. Anxiety is worrying about something twice. And it's just so crazy to me how we can make ourselves believe something. But you guys, that's the flip side of this coin. If you're going to have anxiety about all of these things, 
Why not have joy about things? Why not have happiness about things? So I, I've taken you back to the story. I went to the grocery store and first off, I didn't know where anything was. And for anybody who does have anxiety or battles anxiety, that is a trigger when you can't find something. So I couldn't find anything. On top of that, there was like the store was filled. I'm not even being dramatic about it. The store was just filled with people and it literally felt like a conveyor belt. It felt like you get in line and you go down this aisle. If you miss something, you're just out of luck. So I'm going through the store. I do have my list, but with my grocery store, I mean, I don't even need a list. I can walk through it probably blindfolded and know exactly what I need to get every single week because it's routine for me. Um, I was going through and as I was almost to the end, I realized like I had forgot probably 10 of the items that I knew I needed from Aldi's. That was a trigger point. I was anxious. I'm like, I don't want to have to go back. I don't want to have to start over. It's fine. Just get in the checkout line. And this lady literally pushed me out of my checkout line, like moved her cart straight up. Like she was going in NASCAR, moved over and said, I was in line here. And I was like, you know, hard eye roll. Like, girlfriend, if you need to check out with your groceries that much sooner, you go right ahead. I pulled it together, checked out my groceries, got everything bagged up. And what's so funny, as I was walking out, three people complimented me. But I was so much in my head of that, like, you were just in the zone, like, get to your car, get put away, get to your car, get it put away. I got all my groceries put away, got in my car, and that door closed, and it was like a freaking click. I just let it loose. Like, I bawled. I bawled because I saw all the time. I bawled because I forgot things. I bawled because I'm like, I just spent our money on groceries, and I'm not done, and that was my budget. That was one thing. The time I looked, I'm like, I still need to go to the DMV. I still need to pick up Cadence. That was the thing I couldn't remember earlier, by the way. Mom brain. And it was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do all of this? How am I going to figure this out? Like, this is my responsibility. You can't even figure out how to get groceries. You have a whole day to yourself. You can't figure out how to get groceries in the DMV and pick up your kid. These were all the thoughts that were manifesting in my head. And the more that they, the louder they were, the harder I cried. And I just had to like literally bawl and bawl. But here is where the page turns, friends. I didn't sit in the wallow. I didn't sit and let myself go completely undone. Did I let myself cry and let it out? Absolutely. But the next thing I did, I called for help. Literally called for help. I called my best friend and I just had to talk through it. And a lot of people with anxiety, that's what they need. They need to talk through it. They need to be able to get it out of their head like get it out into the world, get it out of your head into, I can't even say what I'm trying to say, out of your head, through your mouth, I guess. You know, you get what I'm saying. You need to get out that big, huge mess, mumbo jumbo that's in your head on repeat, like a merry-go-round. What you need is to tell somebody, I don't care if it's your friend, if it's your husband, it's your neighbor, you know, if it's a therapist, all those things are okay. I literally just called to just tell her everything, walk through all the stuff. And she was just like, just call and ask for help. And it was like, why do I have no problem asking for help 
of walking through my problems, <laughs> but I have a problem asking help for somebody to do something for me because I have in my head the idea that I have manifested the idea that I am the only person who can do it. You know, how many of us think that as moms? I'm the only one who can do the dishes right. I'm the only one who can fold the laundry right. But then we turn around and get mad because we're the only ones doing the dishes. We get mad because we're the only ones folding the laundry. You know, I'm the only one doing housework around here. But if someone else goes to do the housework, well, you didn't do that right. I am 100% guilty of this. And it's something super hard to get over. But I am here to remind you, friends, help is better than the horror that you face of feeling like you're not enough. And when you are sitting there thinking, how many times are you headed home from work? Manifesting those negative thoughts of the crap that you have to get done when you get home. I mean, I can raise my hand. I can get myself mad before I'm even to my door because I know I have to do the dishes. You guys, Here's the thing. You can ask for help. You can make the list. Maybe you're making the list and no one's helping you. That's a whole nother story. But I don't even make the list. I get mad because other people don't know that I want them to do things. And that's freaking crazy, friends. But what it is, is me wanting to be the people pleaser. Me wanting to be the hero. Me wanting to fix it all. I take it all on. You know, people tell me their goals and their actions, things that they want to do. I will put mine on the back burner because I'm trying to make theirs possible. I will make it to where my goals aren't my top priority because I wanna make sure and help other people reach their goals. Well, one of my goals is to help 100 women a month. So that's something that I can do, but what about the rest of my time? If I'm manifesting all of these negative emotions of all the things I'm not getting done, can you think of the things that I'm actually getting done? Because a lot of it is not. I am not thinking of the things that I'm doing. I'm not giving myself credit. I'm not telling myself I'm doing great because I'm so busy worrying about all the things I'm not doing. So it comes to manifesting your anxiety, your problems, your stresses, your worries, all the things that you focus on, you create more of. Jen Sincero from You Are a Badass has said it a million times, or maybe just because I've listened to that book a million times. If you have not listened to that book and you like personal development like this, she will definitely give you a good ass kicking of, girl, you can do this. Stop thinking you can't. What you think of, you create. What you focus on, you create more of. So if you are thinking about how stressed you are because you can't get everything done, if you're thinking about how you're not good enough, how you're not a good mom, do you think you're thinking of ways to make yourself feel better? Not normally, not at all. And when you are given the thought that this is how you are, you don't feel the need to change it. You just create that mantra in your head that this is who I am, but that's not who you are. You are who you decide to be. So if you decide that you are a successful mom because you spend time with your kids and you're happy at home because someone else is doing the dishes or you're happy at home because you get a chore list that is made, the anxiety that you thought you were feeling is going to be next to nothing because you are giving those tasks to someone else. You're letting that worry and that hope that someone else is gonna do things for you. Don't hope, hope is not a strategy. Rachel Hollis said it best. Hope is not a strategy. I can't hope that someone's gonna do the dishes. I can't hope that someone's going to want to make me have a good day and send me flowers. I can't hope that people are gonna wanna stick with me and do this program. What I can do is give them the option of a game plan 
Tell them the possibilities. Let them know that they deserve more than the wish and the hope that maybe someday their life is gonna be better. Instead, I'm gonna give them tools. I'm gonna show them that I'm real, that I'm raw, that I'm gonna have anxiety, I'm gonna have breakdown moments, but what is also okay is that owning it up and asking for help. So I asked for help, I called Michael and just asked him if he could pick up Cadence from school. That alleviated the time frame that I was putting on myself and the anxiety that I was manifesting. Because when I was going into the grocery store, even just then, I was thinking of the time I didn't have and I was pushing myself and I was making myself more stressed. All of that could have been avoided if I had just asked for one, for help, and two, quit telling myself that I was the reason that I wasn't successful. I deserve that me time, I deserve the time to myself but you can't keep focusing on the things that you're doing that are causing you to have problems because that's not the case. You're not the reason you're not successful. You spending time on yourself isn't the reason that you're not reaching your goals. Probably the reason you're not reaching your goals is because you're not spending enough time on yourself. You're not spending enough time in your head giving yourself positivity. You're not spending enough time loving on yourself, breathing life into yourself, manifesting the goals that you want to create. You're not spending enough time picturing your life how you want it to be. You're not spending enough time telling yourself that you deserve the goals that you're trying to reach. Instead, you set the goals, made them, set them out loud, and then you moved on. And you moved on to things that talked about how you're not doing this, how you're not doing that. Girl, you're not going to reach your goals that way. You're not gonna manifest the thoughts and the actions that it's going to take if you're only focusing on the negative. So anxiety, even though I feel like is not necessarily curable, it is manageable. And it only is manageable if you want it to be, if you wanna focus on it, if you want to decide that you're not going to have anxiety. You know, being negative, thinking um, negative thoughts on repeat, how you're not doing enough, how you need to do more of this, how this is not good enough, those thoughts are what's creating your anxiety. If you're telling yourself you're not doing enough, you're never gonna do enough. If you tell yourself that you did great today, look at all that you've done. If you've made a list of gratitude, that's something that's so true. Um, you know, you can't look around the room and I tell you, don't look at anything blue. Look around and don't look, don't look at blue. When you see blue, don't see it, look past it. Don't look at the blue. It's really hard to not look at the blue, friends. And that's what comes with when you're wanting gratitude. If you are looking around for the gratitude, you'll find it. But the problem is, so many times, we're not looking at gratitude, we're looking at problems. We're looking at problems that we feel like we need to fix and we're adding it to the list. The list that's in our head on repeat, the list that doesn't ever end, the list that creates your anxiety. So friends, I'm gonna ask you this week, instead of making a list of all the things you're doing wrong, make a list of all the things you're doing right. Manifest the life that you wanna create and manifest how you feel in that time. Manifest how the kind of life that you're wanting to live that's going to be you reaching that goal. When you reach that big scary goal that you're thinking of, what does your life look like? If you don't know, then we got bigger fish to fry. If you don't know the kind of life that you want to live, we got to take it back to step one. What are you showing up for every day? Are you doing something to better your life every single day? If it is, what is it? Okay. Now, what is that going to make it look like in one week from now, in one year from now? How is your life going to be different by you showing up doing this one thing every single day? Now, can you maximize that by five? Can you help maybe five more people? Can you talk to five more people? Can you reach for your goals five more times in a week than you do at in once? 
it's going to be you trying every single day, manifesting the positive thoughts, the, the affirmations, the things that you know are possible, breathing life into them more than you're breathing life into your negativity. Thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 